Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 31st of March. The World Trade Organization will be publishing its forecast for global trade today. This time last year, the World Trade Organization predicted global trade would fall between 13% and 32%. The latest estimate is that last year global trade fell by 9%. A reminder that forecasts keep underestimating the ability of people to adapt, and perhaps a warning not to take forecasts too literally. Manufacturing trade has rebounded because people have switched consumption from spending on services to spending on goods. The money that is not spent in the village pub can be spent on Amazon instead. Other internet retailers are available. This pattern is likely to reverse later this year as restrictions on having fun start to ease, and that will possibly slow the pace of improvement in global trade. The structural trends towards localization of production are probably accelerated by the pandemic, and over time the trade share of GDP is likely to fall as global supply chains become shorter and simpler. However, That is a process that will evolve over several years and is unlikely to be noticeable in the near-term trade data. Euro-area consumer price inflation data are due. France and Italy, amongst others, will be revealing their data as well. This is March data, and it doesn't really have the oil price base effect to consider yet. The German price data, which was released yesterday, was unexceptional, increasing as expected to 2% year over year. There's nothing that is likely to alarm policymakers here, as there's no sign of economy-wide inflation pressures building. Indeed, the latest Ige Metall pay deal, which is regarded as a benchmark for German pay settlements, errs on the side of disinflationary. Labour costs remain the largest component of inflation in any major industrialised economy, and the Ige Metall pay settlement is generally viewed as being rather low cost. Japanese industrial production defied global trends in being weaker in the month of February. However, this should not be interpreted as a lack of demand. Instead, there were supply-side constraints, with an earthquake and shortages of microchips both disrupting productive capacity. The expectation is that production will pick up in the coming weeks as some of these constraints start to ease. In the United Kingdom, fourth quarter GDP was revised, and obviously it was revised stronger. Government spending, investment and exports all adding to the numbers. The number cannot be compared to GDP data in other countries because of differences in the calculation methods, which normally don't matter that much, but which have become a very big deal amidst the distortions of the pandemic. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.